Welcome to another episode of Finally Podcasting with your host, Blaze Davis. You know, I'm here. You know. Uh, this episode, I mean, listen, man, there's just so much stuff I've seen this week. And specifically, I've been seeing a lot of things I was talking about, like rape, um, relationships. Let me let me, let me get a, a viewpoint real quick, because a lot of people have been touching um, base on this, like things about... Um, something about, no, I don't think it was a Me Too movement. Maybe there might be something involved in it. But of course, you know, past couple of weeks, um, you know, people have been still talking about R. Kelly. Other people have been talking about, uh, something like, uh, Chris Brown, uh, is in trouble in France, (laughs) accused of rape in France. Uh, also... You know, they were talking about how this this woman that got raped on Facebook Live in a club and she was drugged out. Uh, there's a million of seclusion things that, that's going on right now. And I'm just sitting back and I'm just like, oh, my God, it's just too much. This is kind of an information episode because I see certain things and it's just that people, the, the whole thing with today's media is that y'all are being gravitated into a lot of sexual actions where it's just like you guys do things sexually and that sex becomes so stale it's not like i'm being an old prude but i just get annoyed because i'm just like now sex is not even fun no more like like you know sure you just send you the the pics or something like that or they do that foreplay ish and they be like yo so you know so so and you you would spit your game and be like so um when you when you let me come to the crib because um i'm gonna give you this work and Shorty would respond back, hey, big head, <laughs> hey, all this other stuff, get those down still, you know what I mean? But um, this is this is, this is the thing about I feel about with sexuality and sex is that this is mainly that I've been stressing for a while is accountability. This works on all different angles. The way that you present yourself, the way that you talk, and the way that you are amongst in relationships with other people. Because the thing about it is, a lot of you women out here, and y'all refuse to take accountability for that shit alone, is that you guys set the tone for certain things. The femininity value in you sets the tone for different things. So when you go out here and you're on Facebook, no, fuck Facebook, you're on Instagram, you might be on Vine or whatever and, and stuff like that, you're twerking and you're showing yourself off. And, um, you know, leggings in a, in, a, in a sports bra or you're in your panties in your bra um, from, I don't know, what's a popular what's a popular brand that came back out? Victoria's Secret's panties and bra sets is kind of dead, but it's not dead because I remember it's the other it's the other one. Damn it. What's the what's that clothing brand that just came out? Like it's a vintage 90s one that just came out. Fuck. I really forgot what it was. But anyway. <clears throat> y'all come, it's like Tommy Hilfiger, I think it is. Tommy Hilfiger, panty and bra set. Y'all been, you know, flexing on that for a while. Showing your ass, doing all these thirst trap photos. You cannot then get mad when a guy approaches you in your inbox and he's sitting here saying he wants to, he wants to holler. He wants to talk to you. And then... You know, some of y'all get mad because it's dudes that hop in your inbox and they do take it too far. That's what we call simps. Niggas out there that really be trying to spit game and sit here and say the most over-the-top things in order to get a woman's attention. As if it means something. 
I mean, now when I see shorties on Instagram and they doing those videos where they just looking in the camera and then they like mouth the words, the songs and try to do it all seductively and all this other stuff. I love trolling the shit out of them because it's funny for me. I just like trolling you like it's like, yo, you're boring as fuck, bro. And you really just made a whole entire video because you're bored. But you try to use that whole sexualness about you to get a dude's attention. 2019 women, you got to do a better job of how you how you trying to put yourself out there in the dating world, because a lot of us is not going for that same old I'm uh, you showing your ass crap no more. It's not working. It's like when we see like a thousand thirst trap photos a day, we just scroll through it and just be like, oh, this is just another girl that has a thirst trap photo. OK, whatever. She ain't she don't mean nothing. And that's the reason why, specifically in my dating situations, like I don't like going for shorties that have all that. Like I'll notice if you have nice titties, if you have a nice ass. That's true. I'll notice that. I will sit here and notice it. But it takes brains behind the beauty. A date that I had last time, I was so attracted to her because of her mental. And what is it that she was saying on her mind? I was just like, yo, a lot of girls can't captivate my attention by just speaking to me and having meaningful conversations. To add on the fact that Maddie, she was also pretty in this, that, and the third, but that's not the point. You see, I didn't start looking at her body and being like, yo, damn, yo, so she got a fat butt, nice titties, you know what I'm saying? She thick. Well, she not thick. She athletically built. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at. I was just like, I that. I was looking at her her face, bro. I was looking at different the dates that I've had before. I was looking at their face, bro. Man, sexualness, man. Yo, y'all gotta fuck it. We about to get into it, bro. Cause I got a lot that's on my mind. Don't be kidding me with that whole thing because you should know that there is a spirituality behind sex. Is <clears throat> apply it to your daily life. Now, um, in this segment, um, it, it, why why am I just like I I be chewing up my words? I don't even know how. I be like ah. <laughs> um. So I want to talk about there. There is a spirituality behind sex, right? Let's first get this thing, you know, activated. I think it's weird people sit here and say to certain people, I'll be in random conversation and people bring up, they'd be like, yo, like I just like jerked off last night or something like that. And then they'll just feel so comfortable having a conversation about jerking off or like, you know, playing with themselves. I'm like, bro, I don't want to hear none of that. Like, yo, that is gross. That's fine. If you do that, that's cool, bro. But I don't want I don't want to know nothing about that. Like I'm, I'm talking about friends or like like friends that randomly would say this shit to me or like people around me at work and I'd be like, you're fucking weird, man. So there's a spirituality behind sex. I want you guys to take a trip with me. You ever thought about how you have a wet dream? I mean, you still can have a wet dream like such as me in my 20s. There's possibilities that I could have a wet dream. You ever have like dreams where you just randomly have ha- is having sex with someone and it's so passionate and it's so like, you know, it's going so deep into detail and this, that, and third. You're just like, oh my God, like, is this really real? And you'll be so satisfied in a dream, right? And all of a sudden, you get your load off and you literally get your load off. <laughs> I don't know how to really explain it. That could possibly be called a succubus or incubus spirit. And what those are, I think it is a bad 
energy or bad spirit that haunts you while you sleep, um, look it up. I always offer the option, just look it up. But these are spirits that, that take over the mind and control the mind in your weakened state. You didn't even know that. But it's very possible that those same spirits can provoke you into becoming a sexual deviant if not taken care of. A lot of people won't even understand me when I say that because it's possible that you have sexual deviant spirits lurking around in your home. That's true. But spirituality on that accord, I'll talk at another time. I want to talk about how we say, like at least in my spiritual journey, that when you have sex, that's two energies coming together and it's a sacred act. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to use like, I'm not going to use like the Bible and what the Bible says or religion and this, that and the third, but it is a sacred act between two people. I do believe in premarital sex. I do believe in marital sex, obviously. I, I believe in premarital sex or sex in general within a confined relationship, an agreement between two people. That's why I don't have a problem if it's two people who have a sex and they're not in a detailed relationship. As long as they know at the end of the day, this is what they came to do and that they have an agreement and that both parties can walk away with no problems. We straight. It's no problem. In my case, I would like to be in a relationship because I want to save doing all that freaky deaky stuff for my girlfriend. I don't want to be doing all that stuff with a random shorty. It's very possible I'm going to have a one night stand with. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And the reason why I say this is a sacred act is because is that you're seeing me in my vulnerable state and I'm seeing you in your vulnerable state. There's something about when you have sex that there's this energy that gets released, right? Of course, there's a euphoric energy that gets released, which is the reason why people love to have sex because there's an energy that comes out of it. And that once you're done and you're finished, that... You might want to just do it again. Or when that person leaves that house or wherever y'all have to meet up at to have sex, it's very possible that the emotions from that poises you to chase that lust even more. So you want it again. Peep me now. I break it down on the spiritual essence. You feel what I'm saying? It's very possible. You want it again. That's the reason you may text the person back or that's the reason why if they ghost you or if they don't ghost you, You'll be like, damn, like, I really wish that I could have sex with that person again. You understand? So when talking about sex as being sacred, you know, a lot of people notice a lot of people. And I'm only going to say this just for a quick reference that, you know, a lot of people use that as a tool to use it in a very disparaging type of way. Such as so this week, I found out there was a video about this Brooklyn pastor he was outed on this video because it was this woman that was just crying and I felt it. I just felt like in my soul, like I felt like that, 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 that frustration and that sorrow that her niece got raped by a Brooklyn pastor at a church and lured her into a lustful state, sexual deviancy. <clears throat> and that reminds me that there's a lot of like, I've heard stories like churches I didn't, I didn't heard about. That's on my block or been around in the city and stuff like that. Where you have these pastors that lure on. That was in, in my case, I've heard about how they lured on little girls. They would lure on like teenage girls in this, that, and third to try to have sex with them or look at them very sexually. And it's just like, yo, like you're an older man sitting here trying to go after a young girl. Like 
fucking pedophile. You know what I mean? And and I know a lot of people is going to think about the R. Kelly situation, but you do have a lot of sexual deviant deviants out here. It's true. And um, with that being said, you know, I, I always think that, you know, they should get the most harshest treatment done to them for taking advantage of someone who's not even there in the ma- mature mindset yet. You know what I'm saying? Like they're learning as they go around the way. I know for women, as you get older or girls, as you get older, you start to realize, oh, my God, I'm growing boobs. And I'm starting to understand what my vagina is and I'm starting to understand what my ass, my ass is getting fat. And is that in the third? Like you're starting to realize what that is. When men, when I was in my puberty years, I mean, of course, I started looking at girls sexually. I'm just like, oh, shit, she she got the biggest titties in the class, boy. And then I'd be like, oh, wow. Now I understand what an erection is. <laughs> wow. This is not fun. And, and, and quick dating tips, people. And I mean this specifically with females. In my experience, when I go on dates, yo, usually because I'm so attracted, it is hard maintaining an erection for six, seven hours straight. And you're just sitting there and you're just like, yo, I'm not even looking at you sexually. And I have to sit here with this burden in my life because I'm so aroused by you, not in a sexual sense, because you captivate my interest. I can go on stories like that all day, but I think the man's mindset is always sexual, even though we don't mean to be sexual. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not even us that's making that conscious decision. If you understand what I'm saying, it's just it's just something I want you to just just understand it. But um you know, it's a sacred energy and act. And I think that a lot of people don't even understand what they're getting themselves into. And that a lot of relationships have been brung on by sex. I've heard about marriages and all this other stuff that's brung on, that's been brung on by sex. And I sit back and I'm like, you didn't even get a chance to get to know that person. I heard about like how grandmothers had sex with the grandpa now. You know what I mean? Like they, that now they're like grandpa and grandmother. But they met through... The woman cheating on the man or the man cheating on the woman. And I used to have this, 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 this like stupid logic, like, yo, back in the 60s and 70s, it was all like, you know, well-kept people. Like they didn't believe in cheating this and the third. And I'm like, no, like 50s and 60s, they would cheat. They would cheat like it's nobody's business. But now in this culture, in this society, cheating almost seems like it's the norm. Like it's cool to just cheat. Oh, it's cool to just cheat on your woman. It's cool to just cheat on a man. It's cool to have a, a side chick or a side dude. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later in the show. But it just nags at me. And it's just like, what about the people out there that want a, a committed relationship? That's not what the fuck shit. That, that just be like, I would rather have sex with the woman I'm in a relationship with. Which I think in relationships, I call it me when I'm when I'm having a, when I'm starting to get to know someone. That's a trial. When she becomes my girlfriend, that's my pre-wife. Then getting engaged, that's my fiance, and then we get married. I don't believe in divorce. I don't want to get divorced. I don't want none of that. It's hard because I think about money, but then I don't like thinking about money because the society rules you by money. So then it's all this talks about prenups, and then you owe this and you owe that because when it comes to marriages, as far as I'm concerned, that it's one of those type of things where it's two corporations coming together. You are a corporation, and the woman that you keep is a corporation. So when you screw up, they're relying on you because now it's a union. You get me? But 
I look at marriages as a sacred and a happy thing. You know, my mom is married. So I'm just like, I'm I'm happy she's married and she's having such a great life being a married woman. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, sometimes there's things that's in a relationship between my mom and dad that, that, that they don't get on each other's nerves and something happens, but they're still in a committed relationship and married and best friends and can joke and do all these different things. That's what that great love is about, you know? Let's get into other segment. A lot of times I feel like this society is geared towards just being over-sexualized in a generation. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like a lot of things is just really not that serious, you know? I, I Like, going on social media because we use our phones all the time is always just the stuff about, like, oh, um, shorty got a nice ass or shorty like this, that, and third. Like, there's a lot of different things people feel comfortable talking about in the society, uh, I seen what did I see? I seen a meme or I seen a post or you know how you know how you go on like on different social media sites and you'll see somebody post a thread on Twitter and on that Twitter that a lot of people would retweet it or whatever and stuff like that, but it's like a screenshot, like people screenshot and then it goes on like Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of people will relate whatever that person is saying to be true. I've seen tweets like um Tries to find the best pornography scene just to jerk off for two seconds and then finish. And I'll be like, wow, that's crazy. Like, that's really what y'all feel comfortable talking about on social media? Like, you pleasuring yourself, bro? I, I, Yo, people have their own way and their own techniques. That's fine. But it's just like, I never knew people feel that comfortable having a conversation about things like that. Maybe I'm just like this like old man that just has like a lot of old school values. And I'm just like, regardless if I was to do something like that or not, I wouldn't feel comfortable telling the World Wide Web my business or telling my friends those type of things. I barely even like talking to my friends when I have sex with someone. Like, I'm just like, yo, like, yeah, I had sex with some girl in this, that, and the third. But I ain't going to lie. I did get into details a couple of times with my friends. And I'd be like, yo, we did this. We did that. We, You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so that's cool. But. But this generation, it's kind of hard for me because it's it's an openness to be very sexual about a lot of things. And I try, I'm, I'm trying to understand it because in my viewpoint, a lot of our kids is being exposed to this. I remember being 13 and I was at a pool and it was this five-year-old girl. Like I was at a pool and it was this five-year-old girl that openly told me she's having sex with some boy. And she was like, yeah. We were kissing and he felt on my he felt on my private and and we was we was we was having sex and I'm like this is out of five year old girl's mouth bro I was thirteen bro bro I was thirteen bro and I'm sitting here looking at this little girl like are you serious like how who where's your parents why are you why are you telling me this you're mad young shorty like you're not even you're still watching Blues Clues. Yo, sit your ass down somewhere before I get my belt. Nah, I'm playing because I can't do that. That's somebody else's kid. But, you know, a lot of what we endure and a lot of things that we see is being put on kids. So these kids is going to feel fine with expressing themselves in a sexual type of way. And this I and the third. There might have been things that I've been exposed to as a kid that was sexual. And I just would have been like, yo, like, I don't understand what this is, but this seems like fun. And I don't even know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, 
And no, it was never like on some stuff I've ever been molested or like appropriately touched or whatever in this and a third as a kid. But it's just like certain memories. I'm just like, yo, like this was sexual. I don't understand why this was. And I was just watching Mickey Mouse and, you know, watching um, Lamb Chop, Arthur and all this other stuff. Like, why did this come up? But in this generation, you know, you have a lot of low vibrant things in our music TV shows, loosely in our TV shows, um, primarily the media, because I think we're not really watching TV like we used to. So one of those different things, like you'll see things like Cardi B and City Girls with that stupid ass song that just came out about twerking and this, that, and the third, and them being on a beach and, and, and dressed up or having body paint like a tiger and this, that, and the third. Listen, man, can I really be honest for a second? Do y'all not think for a second that this shit is getting old? Y'all giving Cardi B a pass to do all this fuck shit, man. And lame-ass Nicki Minaj damn near pushing 40, still twerking, talking about her ass this and pussy that. Come on, man. When when Where do we draw the line to be like, okay, like, the sexual stuff needs to go, bro? It's getting old to me, bro. I've been New City Girls was on some bullshit ever since the since the interview with whatever her name is was talking about she like hood niggas. I like hood niggas. And, and the thing about that is why I get aggravated about that thing is is that you've been indoctrinated into the European doctrine. You don't even know it. You like hood niggas? And I and I, you know what? I don't even blame you. If that's your preference, that's your preference, yo. But don't get mad with the niggas sit up there and, and have some type of credit card schemes or he's getting on he's getting over on other niggas in this, that, and the third by doing stupid shit and this, that, and the third. And he locked up in prison. Y'all love supporting these jailbirds. But when it comes to the dude doing his own thing and doing the best that he can as a person and individual, you never give him no time of day. And that is the reason we are not on the same level and you will never get my attention. Because I am a full-blown nerd and I don't care. I don't care. I'm not like the typical nerd that watches like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and this, that, and the third. Or like, um, well, it's hard. I'm in my 20s. I don't know if you could still be on that same spectrum. I have no idea. Or anime and this, that, and the third. Like, that's not my spiel. When I'm a nerd, I like to read books and I like to learn about history. And then I spend my time listening to music all the time, making my own music or taking photography. I do my own thing. But what classifies a nerd? Things that's just out of the norm that people usually think it's cool? I, I don't know. But anyway, City Girls, Cardi B, um, Nicki Minaj, you know, you have a lot more others out there that do it, but it's getting old. And then, like, you know, you had Drake that came out with the song last year with Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? So you never leave my side? Like, you know what I'm saying? Bullshit, Kiki Challenge and all that other stuff because he's a culture vulture. He's a Jewish mulatto culture vulture. And I'm letting you know that. Um, But it's like, you know, the thing gets old. And, and the thing about it is, a lot of y'all is not even realizing you're, you are following your European doctrine. They want the sexual image of a woman to be classified. Now in 2019, to keep keep referring to a man's lower nature so that you don't have values as a woman. You don't think about that. Every single time y'all put up these thirst trap photos and this, that, and the third, man, you are guys are following a doctrine and you're willfully following it 
All I'm saying is to women, there's no problem with you showing yourself and being beautiful and being confident. But when you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, it's kind of hard for me to sit back and sit here and say you're a woman of value. Because you're doing everything else that everybody else is doing. Captivate my mind, bro. You could be in some regular ass jeans, a t-shirt, and just have your hair out and I'll find you attractive as shit. You don't got to be doing all this. You feel me? But the over oversexualized generation really starts with the women because once the women do it, it's kind of weird for men to put up thirst trap photos. I think the shit is gay. You know, dudes sitting up there taking selfies in bathrooms and they got a four pack or a six pack. And I don't follow that doctrine. I know I look good. I know I got a body, but I'm not going to sit here and show the whole entire world 40, 50 different times. You know, every once in a while, I might show you the goods. I might show you the taco meat with the four pack. And I might show you, you know, me in some shorts putting my shirt off or something like that or a tank top to show you I got muscle. But I'm not going to be that type of dude to be showing you all the time. I ain't going to be like Triple X Tentacion who didn't show themselves to the world about him, you know, being outside shirtless and being like, yeah, me. You know what I mean? Like all these different things. But again, a lot of things that we do in this generation is like is like sexualized OD that it's not even fun anymore. And that like I see it and I'm just like people really be going off the grid and going off the map. You know, you had someone like Kanye West and Lil Pump put out that song. You're such a fucking hoe. You're, that's not even how the song goes. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Like, that's not how the song goes. I know. But it's just like this gets idolized, B. And that a lot of people are not really sitting here saying anything about it. But this is this is what gets sexualized, that women are free to be hoes and women are free to be sluts. And then, of course, what happens in the middle of it is that you have that dumbass bird named Amber Rose who comes out with that whole rhetoric about, oh, slut walk. And I'm like, do you know the word of like like what they do is reverse psychology, mind you, because she's backed by lame ass white women that want to have an excuse (laughs) of being whores and going against society standards. I said it. I said it before and I say it again. The whole concept of feminism has came from the Greek and Roman empires because back in those days, those men were sitting having sitting there having sex with men. They fought in wars, butt ass naked, and would sodomize the, the prisoners of war, the people that they capture. So when they would have celebrations and all that other stuff, they would have sex with each other, get drunk, and then they can go home and beat the shit out their wives. And that women weren't viewed as important figures to societies. Me as a man, I'm looking at you as the yin to my yang. I'm not looking at you and just being like, you're a woman, you're beneath me. No, you're you're the yin to my yang. You're 50% of my 50%. I need you to feel on balance. You understand what I'm saying? Even if we're talking like Libra scale, I need you to balance me out. You feel me? That's how I'm thinking, you know? But um, Amber Rose and the rest of them are just a bunch of clowns. And the thing about it is, is that let's even go into detail about how women dress. And I don't want this to be a women bashing episode. I want to talk about men too, because the, a lot of the behaviors with men is very disgusting. But like real quick, the way you dress really does appeal to a man's lower nature. If you coming outside and you're dressed in a high skirt and I can see your panties and you're wearing high heels and you're wearing crop top, I'm going to look at you sexually. 
I'm not sitting here saying that you deserve to get raped, but you can't get mad at a man is going to want to smack your ass or he's going to want to look at you in that type of way. I know you may not be able to help it that you have nice titties. You may not be able to help it that you have a fat ass. But think about those things, family. Think about how you're appealing to other people. This means a lot, you know, and I'm going to pay attention to different things like that because I'm going to be like, damn, like shorty came through and she got the outfit and I see a little side boob. So I want to know what's up. All right, because I already know there's going to be somebody on this show that's going to be like, you keep talking about women, but what about men? Men, we got to do better. All races. I don't give a damn what what type of race you are. Us as men, we got to do better. Specifically in hip-hop, when you're sitting here talking about all day, you know, a woman gave me top, she sucked my dick, and this, that, and the third. It's just like, man, damn, bro. Like... What are we doing as men? Like, you know, I've grown up in a culture where sex was pressured. It's just, just talking about how many bodies you get. Oh, like, man, you ain't get no, you ain't, you don't get no pussy, bro. Like, you don't get no pussy, bro. You don't get no ass, nigga. Like, you, you a bum ass nigga. Like, you won't get no, you don't get no ass. I get mad bitches. That's the talks I had when I was growing up. And I was so subconscious about having sex. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get AIDS. I'm going to get gonorrhea and this, that, and the third. And the way I lost my virginity was completely reckless. Like, it was reckless. I'm not going to get into it. It wasn't like something like Shorty got pregnant or something like that. But, like, the way it went down was, like, so just reckless. And it's just like, I think about it and I'm like, you know, I stress relationships when having sex. I don't really want to have sex with a woman outside of that. Unless there's an agreement between me and her and we're just like, yo, I like you sexually and you like me sexually. But us as men, we do have to do better because, you know, going outside and valuing a woman just by a sexual type of way is not the way to go. And it's not commendable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do better on that. I I mean, I feel like there's something I want to dig deeper, but like the way that you refer to women is just disrespectful sometimes. I'm not sitting here saying that you got to be some simp nigga and you got to be like, I'm going to hold the door for you. I'm going to buy you flowers every day. I'm going to call you my boo thing. Like, nah, that's not what I'm saying. Like, have cordial because there are women out there that are disrespectful. There are women out there that do carry themselves in a way where they just don't care. But us as men, we have to set the example because we... Set the tone for what we see in a woman, what we value a woman as. And if we woman a value by her 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 physical and not her mental, she's gonna think that's how she's the way that's the way she's supposed to act. That's why a lot of these women out here get paid to sit here and put out these stir strap photos, because they know that they can receive a lot of love off of that. A lot of attention. That's the reason why you got these women out here who 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 have all these sugar daddies and this, that, and the third, because they glance upon the sexualness of the youthfulness of a woman. Especially if you live in New York, man. I didn't see these sugar daddies, dog. Like these dudes that's like middle aged white men or old age white men. And they, they they take these women out on dates or whatever and stuff like that. And the thing that's shameful about it is this is the rhetoric that a lot of these women have that is so toxic. Is that they'll sit here and they say, I don't want to deal with some bum ass nigga. I don't want to deal with these broke niggas. I don't want to deal with these broke dudes. And I'll be like, broke. <laughs> One of them, one of my dates was very disrespectful to me because she tried to come at my neck and she was just like, oh, well, you, you, you work at that job. I'm like, yo, didn't you tell me you live at home with your mama some shit? Don't make me roast you, mama. Sit your stupid ass down. You should be lucky I'm paying for the date. But that's just another conversation for another day. Um, 
like, you know, saying dealing with a broke dude. And I'm just like, you have a lot of nerve, especially if you live in New York and you're going to sit here and talk about a guy like that. These circumstances we have to come with. So I'm like, you want to make my life better? Pay, give me a monthly Metro card and I swear I would love you forever. Give me a monthly Metro card. Pay for my monthly Metro card twice and then talk shit. Any woman in, in New York right now, I dare you to sit here and shit on a man that'll buy you two monthly Metro cards. I'm talking monthly, bro. You know how expensive they are. And will treat you out to a bacon, egg, and cheese or take you to one of these gentrified brunch spots. You know what I'm saying? I dare you, bro. Ain't on reservation, son. I dare you. And then sit here and say that man is broke. Follows the European doctrine. I know it does, but... It's just that when women like, you know, you have a lot of nerves in here calling a man broke and 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 then going out with these sugar daddies. And they're the same ones that that sit here and capitalize off of your community. You have a lot of nerves saying that because there's some of them that are contractors. And those those are the same ones that laugh in your face every single time they see you and then send you on your way and be like, oh, yeah, whatever. And you do got a lot of hood dudes that don't mind, you know, <laughs> paying for things and they, they want in exchange for sexual favors think on that even when it comes to sex I've been witnessing that a lot of people there's still trends that 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 like people don't even understand like you guys are like sheep man fucking sheep it's sad the main trend that I want to bring up that people still do Two years or three years or maybe nah, not five years. That's that's a little bit od. I think what was it? Who when did when did we, when did we start talking about eating groceries? Like what was it? Two thousand six, two thousand sixteen. It wasn't two thousand fifteen. I think it was two thousand sixteen. I don't remember. And they was talking about eating the groceries and eating booty and this that, and the third. And then Kevin Gates sat there saying, "Yeah, I eat booty, nigga. It's to please my bitches." You a real man if you eat booty. And I'd be like, y'all niggas is gay, man. Let me tell you something, man. I've gotten plenty of requests from women that I was about to have sex with. And they would sit here and say, yo, um, do you eat ass? I'd be like, no, I don't eat ass. And I'm not going to plan on eating ass. So, like, that's not going to happen. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Like, y'all don't see what's going on, bro. Where does eating ass ori- originate from? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna give y'all a chance to 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 <laughs> answer the question. I'm gonna take my time too. I'm about to put on the music for this shit. Jeopardy music too. Yup. I'm gonna use the Jeopardy music. Yep. <laughs> Where is that? Where is it? Is it this one? Ah, oh, fuck you. But listen, I want y'all to answer the question. Where does it originate from? You don't think it originates from men eating other men's asses or specifically how you've seen in jail about dudes that toss salads. So why in the fuck would you think that it's okay for you to be sitting here eating a girl's ass or a girl to be rim jobbing you and you don't think there's some type of gay extension behind it? Let me tell you something, family. Kevin Gates is gay. I mean, is it is it Kevin Gates? Is it is it? I think it's Kevin Gates, bro. 
if I'm not mistaken, the dude out there that is Kevin Gates, right? I want to know if I'm completely right when I say this. I want to see his picture. Yep, I'm right. Kevin Gates is gay, bro. I don't know what the hell is wrong with y'all. I don't know what type of world y'all live in. He's a weirdo to me. I would never listen. I've heard his music before, but like he's a total weirdo, right? And the dude has blonde hair now. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Ron Isley from the Isley Brothers, but like the chubbier version of it. But um, I sat back and I and I looked and I looked and I was just like, I'm never following this trend. And people would sit there and be like, yo, Blaze, you don't eat ass, bro? Like, you ain't trying to eat ass? No, I'm not trying to eat ass. Y'all, y'all niggas is weird, bro. Y'all weird as fuck. Why? What? Bro. Another trend that they try to come out with, and, and the thing about it is, is that in the truth, and you know I tell the truth on this show, the thing about it is, is that they po- pose a lot of things that um, originate from some type of homosexual practice, and then they try to put it on straight people as if it's normal. Another thing that they said was before, is that um, bro job, that was a thing, that it's okay for your best friend to suck your dick. When you're horny. I know this is strong. This is a strong episode show. It's really about to be some X-rated stuff we about to talk about on the show. But like, it's okay to blow your best friend when that person is in need because they're horny. (laughs) Ain't no way. (laughs) Ain't no way. I feel some type of way when my best friends even hug me, bro. I don't even like that. And somebody is going to come out and say, toxic masculinity. No, like. Nah, bro, give me a pound. You feel what I'm saying? There's a certain way that men hug. That's not homo. You feel what I'm saying? Pause, B. And I can actually really say it, too, because I'm from Harlem anyway. So, pause, B. No homo, son. Feel me? But you don't see that? But how is that commendable? Like, a best friend can be able to give his other best friend a blowjob. And just there's no nothing that happens behind it. You have to have some type of, like, random gayness behind you for you to be thinking it's completely okay to give your friend a blowjob just because of it or you know eating your best friend out but this is a thing with women with women for some odd reason i don't understand how it's in society that it's acceptable when a woman does homosexual things with another woman and it doesn't seem as a problem it's not a nuisance it's not a nuance but when men do cer- certain suspect things with men it's like, oh my God, you're a homo, you're a DL, and this, that, and third. And it's just like, wow, don't you see the hypocrisy in society? Why are we conditioned to these things, you know? Um, that's another trend. I don't know what other trends that was out there, but you know, there's there, there's things that people talk about sexually, and they do things because now it's acceptable. And I used to watch World Star Hip Hop. I don't watch World Star Hip Hop anymore. And I would see these things and I'd just be like, you know, like people are really that dumb to be trendsetters, not to be trend efficient people who follow around this doctrine and think it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I mean, this this generation gets weird every day. I think it's weird that even when it was sub-zero temperatures outside the last two days, I seen dudes wearing female Uggs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all wearing female Uggs. Ain't nothing gangster about that shit, man. Like, you bugging, man. Like, wearing female Uggs. And they'd be like, yo, but like, when Uggs came out, like, men and women were wearing them. 
Nah, man, I, I can't get with that. Next thing you know, you're going to be wearing nail polish and talking about you. This is for your niggas. You're sitting here having nail polishes that says blood spelled out on all five fingers. People are sick, man. But, um, you know, it, 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 it gets weird to a point that when it comes to sexuality, that that is a trend. When they was talking about eating ass, that's a trend. And you fell into the trap like a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking dumb, bro. Like, really retarded, man. And there's a lot more trends that I could speak of, but that's the primary two that I know of at the second, you know? Um, you know, otherwise, now I can get into thirst trap and, and porno. I mean, it's the same thing, you know? Like, a lot of our society, thirst trap photos, I mean, I don't understand when you women to get it, but a lot of people are so poised on getting paid for just showing their body. But let me tell you like this, because the leaders of this shit is people like Kim Kardashian, um... Her whole entire clan, clan, Kylie Jenner, um, who else? Um, Black China, and a couple of other people that spend their day-to-days taking selfies naked, half-naked, and this, that, and the third. And the only thing I can say about Thirst Trap is just that, you know, you're, you're, you're leading yourself into just a place where you want to have people value you on your body and not value you on your mind. You know, there's a lot of things that you should tell the people, educate the people about. And I feel like there's a difference between IG models and just like IG attention whores. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the place where I'm at. I've seen certain people that that ass do modeling as a career. It's this light skinned shorty from Brooklyn. That's mad cool. Like, she's mad dope, like as an afro. And I mean, like, she like seems like tomboyish. But then like. When she isn't, like, dolled up, I'm like, holy shit. Like, when you model, like, you're just like, whoa. But she actually does this for a career. So I'm like, all right, peep, because you're actually getting money off of this. And then, of course, you have IG models out there that do get a check off of doing this. But this is selling you pipe dreams, fantasies, and and making you seem like, well, this is the way to do it. And this is the way I'm going to captivate somebody's attention because I'm just going to post selfies all day and sexual pictures and stuff like that. I'm not an old prude, man. There's certain profiles I didn't look to, and I was like, God damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? But there's a way of that seductiveness where it doesn't seem overpowering. And I think a lot of people don't even understand that, you know? Um, you know, besides that, you know, you have a lot of these different things. These thirst trap photos is worse now because you have a lot of these trans women that do the same thing. And you're like, oh, my God, that's a dude doing that. Oh, my Jesus. You know, you know, I, 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 I don't know where else to go with it, but that's the only thing that comes to mind right now. I feel like I'm not even getting to where I really want to in this episode, but this is very important, good stuff that you guys need to know. And I'm only saying this because I want to impact the youth for the future. You know, like you have to pay attention to the things that's around you. I don't want our kids growing up. And the first thing they know is let me take out my phone and show off my ass or let me show off the the uh, my uh, me and my newest panty set. Nah, let me show off my let me show off my um my my dick print and my and my um Ethica boxers briefs. Let me show my six pack or this that in the third and mirror so I can have girls drool 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 over me. You know, I want our kids to have the mindset like, yo, it's okay to be celibate. It's okay to be a virgin until the right man or right woman comes along. Works both ways. It's okay to. <clears throat> it's okay to have 
sex, but be responsible. Don't put up all these images and you're selling pipe dreams and you get mad because somebody's roaming in your inbox. Specifically, that happens with women. I never really see that happen with men. Um, well, I wouldn't know. Like, I never really put out. I'm, a, I'm an old prude. I just put out photos of my face when I'm in a beard and I'd be like, well, I look sexy because I am sexy. So it doesn't even matter. But um, we just got to do better. And if I can plant the seed in children's minds. I don't even know if it's children that would even hear this podcast because I say a lot of curse words anyway, so I don't even think so. But, you know, if you are a teenager or if you are in your young 20s or in your mid 20s, this should be a, a, a stepping stone for you. There's ways of being sexy without actually having to do all that. A lot of different things that are captivate specifically my attention without you actually having to put that online. This was nagging at my soul, and I don't even know why. Well, I do know. This is this was nagging at my soul. So, like, when I say nagging at my soul, like, it's deep within inside my conscious, and so I just want to let it out because I'm just like, ah, it's getting at me. So, I know this is probably going to piss off a lot of the LGBTQ community anyway. I'm a small-time podcaster, so pretty much anything that I say is really not going to be received by the national public because my numbers ain't up there yet. Will be, but it's not up there right now. So, this whole thing about orientation, right? I understand gay and I understand lesbian. I understand completely what those are. It's men that's attracted to men and women that's attracted to women. I don't understand things in the LGBTQ community when they say stupid shit like, um, I'm non-binary or I'm asexual or, um, queer is kind of on the fence. I kind of understand what you're saying with queer. But then I'm just like, what What do you mean? Like, it's a free expression to not know that you're not based on male and female? You know, I, I don't know. And I, I have to tell people this. A lot of people, a lot of people sit here and say that non-binary, they don't, they don't go with gen- gender as a construct or this, that, and a third or that. Um, there's more than two genders, which is the most dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um... No, there's two genders, male and female. A male and an adult male fe- female. I mean, an adult male is a male, is a man, is a boy, has a penis. I am an adult male. <laughs> there's no way that I could just randomly wake up and say that I'm a female and that I went from Blaze to Brianna. It doesn't work like that. Women, adult women, females, girls, they are humans with vaginas. Just the way of the world, in case you just don't know. Um, I don't understand non-binaries. I don't understand certain certain like certain um like genders or sexualities or orientations that people say. Like I just think it's a lot of like it's crap because it's a way of trying to divide and conquer and come up with these different things based on how you feel. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it. I think it's dumb. I think it's foolish. I think it's childish. It's one of those sort of things that probably a lot of these like boring ass kids and specifically these like fat white girls that have like pink, (laughs) have like pink or orange hair, short buzz cuts. They were like teased when they was younger because they wasn't getting no love and they wasn't getting no dick. And that with their parents... They used to tease them all the time with like religion and saying that you need to get married. You need to get married. They were like, mom, I want to go to college and I want to explore myself. You're not letting me. So when they got to high school, they was like, oh, let's have a pack because I feel like I don't feel like going out with men or I got dissed by this dude or this dude. (laughs) So now I want to try something new. 
Um, not even specifically white women. I'm sorry. I just I just go off the map because I was seeing YouTube videos and I was just like, people are really dumb. Um, but we're like non-binary. It's just like when people sit here and say they feel like a male one day and you feel like a female one day and then like how you have like lesbians or you have like gays and stuff like that. Like the thing I have to say to y'all is like you still follow the same protocol, even trans, you still follow the same spirit entity um behavioral traits as a male and a female you do that 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 is that is all i'm saying there is there is no difference you follow the same thing you're following the behavioral traits of a male and you're following the behavioral traits of a female so you say that gender is a social construct yet your behavior allows you to say that you follow around the behaviors of a male and you follow out follow behind the behaviors of a female you know why i know that's true Think about it. I've seen non-binary, this non-binary activist that's uh that used to be a trans man, but like, yo, this is how I know life is playing Jedi mind tricks on me because this like actually looks like a female. You feel you feel what I'm saying? Like, looks like a female, bro. Like the only that like still has a little bit of titties, little bit like, then has like just hair on it on her arm. And wear braids and then like looks feminine, but then just switches up and tries to look like a dude because they have like a peach fuzz. And I sit back and I'm just like, looks attractive, but then I just can't even say anything because it's a dude, trans dude for fact and matter. And it's like, how do you want me to respect you and sit here and say that I have to be willing and I have to support you just because you want me to change up the pronouns and this, that and the third? I know this is going to be a controversial episode. And I'm going to have to say something to this. I, I don't care for all those pronoun shit. If you want me to call you properly by how you want to be called, tell me what your name is. And I'm going to call you by that. See, a lot of people get mad when people like me start sitting here calling this stuff out because I'm seen as wrong. And then I and that <laughs> that I'm wrong for what I'm saying. Nobody is sitting here saying that you can't be gay, you can't be a lesbian. My rhetoric is, is that I believe in families. I believe in traditional families. I still want to see babies pop out. And me specifically, as a male, I want to get married and I want to have kids. So gender is not a social construct, people. And more specifically, um, the thing about it is, is like every animal is male and female. That's how things work. It's just like, it's just like when you have appliances. You power, power. You, you understand what I'm saying? Let's relate it to power, the electricity and something. In order for something to be power, what does it need? It needs a plug and it needs a socket. Think about what that relates to and in terms as male and female. How are you going to have children without the power and the socket, the plug and the socket? Think about what I'm saying before you start passing judgment. Understand what I'm saying when I say that. How are you going to have kids? The reason why you have gay men and you have lesbians out here who talk about kids in the standard third is because they adopt them. But when you adopt kids, how are kids, how are the adopted kids there? What did it take for the adopted kid to be there? Uh, I don't know. They had to be born. But how are children born? A plug in a socket. Understand what I'm saying. But then that child is not in proper care. The, the, the parents gave them up. And then they end up in an adoption clinic. And then that's when you come in and you take them. So you can't have kids is what I'm saying. 
Well, I'm not relating that to like, you know, specifically like gays and lesbians, but like, like it, it, it tours at me because it's just like certain things I look at and I'm just like, come on, bro. And it's like, like when people say it's a third gender and they say like trans is a third, is a third gender. How is that even true? How is that even remotely true? Because the thing about it is you have the prefix of trans, which is to go from one place to another place. So when you say that you're a trans, you acknowledge the fact matter you were a woman. You are a woman trying to trans into the likeness of a man. And that if you are a trans woman, you are um, uh, uh, you're acknowledging that you are a male that wants to transition into a woman. So I have these debates all day because I'm pretty sure someone is going to disagree with me and they're going to be like, yo, Blaze and this, that, and third, you're wrong and you're a transphobic and you're a homophobic and this, that, and third because shout out to one of those idiots that was on Facebook arguing with me. I know this is way back, but they was like, oh, you're a transphobe and this, that, and third. And I was cutting that ass every single time they tried to come at me with some stupid points, bro. I, I, I mean... I see it, man. And it's like with trans women specifically, y'all like do the best thing to appeal to a man's lower nature. Because the thing about it is, is that you have to amp up and and deprive the masculinity that you are based with in order to meet the demands of the something that you want to be revered as. So you want to be revered as a female. So you have to do everything in your power to look like a female. You do. You do. I know I know that a lot of people is gonna be gonna hate me for it. They're gonna be like, oh Blaze, uh and if I was if I was of stature and if I had like thousands of listeners on this podcast, I'm pretty sure they would try to shut my podcast down. That's where we at. And the thing about it is is like I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna just leave it at that because I'm gonna, my next point is gonna be the disclosure point and I'm just gonna rip lid because the things that I see in this society, what? Y'all be going in, bro. And that's why people be sitting here saying like, yo, the LGBTQ community be bullies, bro. It be bullies. But off that topic for a second. um, I've seen something like a gilophilic. <laughs> I know y'all like, what? A gilophilic. I don't know if it's a gender or it's like a sexual, like, like, like it's a gender, I guess. So basically... It's a it's a it's someone who doesn't define themselves as a male that they recognize that they have male traits, but they are attracted to feminine and they like femininity and they like women. They acknowledge the fact of the matter that they have male traits, but they don't want to be refer, refer, uh, referred to as a male, but they are attracted to women. Again, I understood I see on a basis level, I understood when people were talking about um the the psychological reasons why they would say stuff like gender is a social construct, and this is the reason why I understood why they said that. I understand the the expectations for what a man has to do or how a man dresses or how a man carries himself. I understand the expectation for how women are, how women carry themselves the way that they move and this that and the third i understood that so my whole thing about it is is that you don't want to have those titles you don't want to have all those expectations as a man and as a woman so you're like okay gender is a social construct because of the behavioral aspects of what comes with being a male or a female 
And to you, you're just like, well, I don't want to be known as the mainly masculine man or I don't want to be known as the mainly feminine woman. I want to be able to just live my life and be like, well, I feel like a male one day and I feel like a female the other time, you know, and it's just like, that's not how things work. Like, I'm not going to spend my time walking down the street and if I see you with a buzz cut and you're wearing like purple hair, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, that's a non-binary. No, I'm going to be like, that's a female. If I see you as a male, you're coming outside and you're hairy as shit and you're wearing a long dress, I'm going to be like, that's a male. What's the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm not doing this with you. You know what I mean? I'm not taking my time trying to be like, Zerzi, them, them, and this, that, and the third. Like, I don't got time for that. Specifically, if I see you in the streets. And I would hope to God that the, the next girl that I date ain't on that shit. Because I'm really serious about getting married and having kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not serious, serious, but that's what I would like. You know? Um, But my whole thing about it is with the LGBTQ community, you want to be distanced from the whole idolization of male and female but every single time you guys go out you practice what males and females do that's just a factor of life there's no other wardrobe that can define you as a non-binary or this that or or a different all these different genders that you claim to be there's none there's female looking clothing and there's male looking clothing and then of course there's just certain styles and outfits that's unisex that's just really what it is. I'm not going to just deal with it just because it's just like whatever, you know? Um, damn, losing my train of thought again. But I mean, even when I look at lesbians, when I look at lesbian couples, there's always the, 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 the butch, the Dutch, or <laughs> I was about to say the Dutch, the butch or what you would call dykes. And then you have more of the feminine females. On that type of accord, it still has to be that balance of masculine and femininity. So the foundations have always been between male and female. That's why you have dykes that try to take on the role of like they're a man, but really they're not. They get their hair cut. They do this, that, and the third. But you follow around the same type of ideologies and the behavioral traits of a man. So my whole thing about it is, is that you want to be like a man. With a female, she's already in her governed state, but she has some type of attraction that is relative to that female that a male is not going to provide because it's not in that male stature to provide it. With gay men, it's the same thing. You have the feminine, feminine, feminized version of the man that follow, follows around, around the behavioral traits of a female. And then you have the masculine man. The masculine man is the one that is in his governed state as a man. So there's nothing else that you could do about it. But it's just, it's, that's just what it is. At the end of the day, what I'm getting at Regardless if you say gender is a social construct, your behavioral, the behavioral traits behind everything is still relative to male and female. So even if you try to sit here and say that male and female doesn't exist or XY chromosomes or XX this that, and a third, it hasn't been governed by anything. It's just been like that. That's just how life has evolved. You have a feminine principle and you have a masculine principle. So when you have a man that knows himself, he's following his masculine principles. And then when you have a female and you have a woman, she's following her feminine principles. That's just it at the conversation. But just understand what I'm saying, because it's like every time I do this show, I feel like when I explain things, people just don't understand what I'm saying. Well, I don't even know because I don't know because certain people comment, but I'm just trying to make y'all understand like this is what it's being seen as. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't mean anything about that, you know? So, yeah.
Disclosure. You gotta tell a youth that they gotta be better with those choices. Don't make uh, don't make uh, wrongful choices out here. Boy, I'm bored. Um, nah, that was me with my fake Jamaican accent. But um, this last segment, I just I just want to talk about like disclosure, because part of sex is that you're agreeing to have sex with that person. You're agreeing for that energy to cipher between you two when you guys are in your vulnerable state. You know, I see a lot of videos nowadays about, you know, a lot of like dirty laundry, a lot of people just airing other people out. And then like, you know, um, I was seeing something in a video. I don't know if I mentioned it in the show. I've mentioned it, seen it earlier, like a woman, you know, saying that she openly cheated on her man. And that um, she cheated on her man by sending an inappropriate text message to her ex-boyfriend. And her ex-boyfriend was like them chatting. And then her man sees the text message. And then she tries to like basically blow her man to make up for the fact of the matter she cheated. And I should be taking talking about this on a dating episode that I'm going to do. But it's just like... Why get into involved with situations that you know you can't commit to? That's the thing that pisses me off. And and like I said before earlier in the show, it's just that people think it's completely commendable to completely cheat on someone and just do it over and over again when you don't even need to because you don't need to be in a relationship with that person. You can't love that person if you're going to cheat on them. That's not love, bro. You can't always have it your way. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You decided to be with that person, and now you want to be different. But, okay, whatever. That's a total different conversation. But I've always believed, like, you have to accept responsibility when it comes to sex. A lot of people out here still don't wear condoms when you have sex with other people, and then they get pregnant, and then that girl gets pregnant, and then you get mad because that's not the girl that you want to deal with. But it's like, bro... I don't give a damn how great the sex is, bro. I wear condoms 24-7 when I'm getting it on. I don't understand why people just don't understand how condoms work. And it's just, like, weird to me. It's just, like, it's easy to just wear. It's not that serious. Like, you would rather risk getting a girl pregnant than to just be on some stuff like, yo, you know what, let me wear a condom because I really don't see myself being married or in a relationship with you. I just want to fuck. You feel me? And people don't think like that. So it's just like, yo, people are morons still in 2019, even though we just begun in January. Then I guess you got to give it a break because there's still that possibility we might roam into February with this government shutdown still continuing. But um, I also I also want to dawn on the fact like, you know, you have these these like videos of like, what do I see? I see like, you know. People who do things behind closed doors. What do I mean? Like, you know, dudes, I, the, usually dudes I see it with. Women, I don't, I mean, with women, it's acceptable. With men, it's really not. Um, about how dudes will live a double life. They'll be um, having sex with another man behind closed doors. Or they'll be having sex with a transsexual woman behind closed doors. And then what's worse is, is that you have transsexual women. No, you. I've seen a video of a man... See here saying that talking to a, a woman talking about, oh, get away from my man when that was whatever the guy he was sleeping with, girlfriend that he addressed with the child right there. 
It was like, stay away from him. That's my man. It's not your man anymore. You're you're mad. You're mad. This was in Atlanta. So I was like, damn. It's dag, yo. Atlanta's that bad, huh? So I was like, god damn. So, I mean, it's it's just like this, man. You have to take account. You have to know that if you're going to do something, you, you better own it. And a lot of people out here live secrets because they, they can't be acceptable to the factor of like being seen in the public with you doing something that you don't want the world to know. And, you know, of course, we can go in all day about how people have sex with people that they would never really want to see be seen out in public with. And it's that and a third. And my whole thing on that is, it's like, you two both have to have an agreement. You don't have to sign a contractual agreement in this and third, but it should have be a conversation like this. Like, yo, I want to have fun with you. You know, we doing what we doing, but I would respect if you don't put my information out there like that. And that we cool. We just keep it under wraps. I'll text you when I want some some good good. And you text me when you want some good good. And then when we're available, we can meet up and do what we have to do. And that's it. And... I just feel like that's just a commendable thing to do. But of course, like you have what usually what I see is I see a lot of the transsexual women, uh, specifically in our community, that go on video and sit here and say that, you know, this guy was embarrassed to tell people that he's sleeping with me and I'm going to ruin his day now. And da 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 da. And they'll go around and they'll be like, yeah, this dude has sex with me. Yup, I'm a transsexual woman. He's gay. He's a faggot. He don't want to tell people that he's sleeping with me. And I just airs you out to the world, bitch. And this, that, and the third. And the guy don't have no reaction. He don't have no reaction. He has nothing to say. But the thing, this is a contradiction in it all. So you're going around telling, you're airing the dude out for having sex with you. As a transsexual woman and didn't just went into graphic details and you're telling the world that he's gay. So if he's gay, then what does that make you? Dickhead, you're a dickhead. Show some- <laughs> I just had to say it. You're a dickhead. I, I mean, really, to be honest with me, that means that you're gay, too. Like, that's a problem I have with trans. Like, you, you, you want to be respected as a woman. And you want people to respect you as a woman. But the, I'm talking about the specifically the ones that air dudes out for this. Like, you want to be respected as a woman, but you air out a man and call him gay because he had sex with you. That doesn't seem like a contradiction. To me, that seems like hell of a contradiction. But it's like this, man. It's like, I feel like it's just that they get all in their feelings. And that because the man is really not trying to give them no attention... As in, like, romantic attention and actually trying to be, like, uh, in a relationship with them. They'd be like, oh, so you just using me for sex? Well, I mean, men are sexual creatures. You decided to go on the other side, so now you get to see how men actually act towards you. That they lust after you, but they don't take you seriously to actually be in a relationship with you. That's just what I see, man. And... Again, to a lot of like the LGBTQ community, like it's not a form of form of violence if a man does not want to be in a relationship or remotely do anything with a transsexual woman. Woman, it's not a form of violence because a form of violence would actually me be putting my hands on you if I found out you're a transsexual woman. 
So it's not a form of form of violence. I just think it's nonsense that you have a lot of these activists that go outside and say it. But I just have to say, like, even besides that point, like, I even think about the situation that happened with Dwight Howard recently about how he had the dude. And and the thing about it is, he said he just straight up said he was like, "Yo, I'm a gay man. I wear long hair, but I'm 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 a gay man. I'm not a transsexual woman." And it's like I said before, it's like Jedi mind tricks. But I mean, I could tell that was a man. That was just easy to to really just know. Like I knew that that was a man. And it's like some breach of agreement. Um, was it N N O I or something like that? They had to sign, and then the pastor was sitting here making threatening calls towards the man. And it's like if that happened, Dwight Howard, you're kind of a bitch because the fact of the matter is, is that you were allegedly sending text messages back and forth with this man and that you're getting your pastor to threaten this guy all because he doesn't want to sign your contract. I, I mean, that seems as if you actually like the dude. So you actually are gay. You have gay intentions, but you don't want the world to know. And, and this is my thing on it. Like. If you're living a double life, bro, at the end of the day, your file is going to get pulled up. You may think, oh, it's innocent. Nobody's going to find out in this, that, and the third. Like, listen, bro, people will find your information out. Don't trust the people that's around you because they can sit here and air your information out. And the thing about me is I, I haven't been. I probably would tell you that I've, I smashed an ugly fat girl before or smashed, you know, I smashed an ugly girl before. You feel what I'm saying? Like. That, that I have to take responsibility for that. So if, if if a woman was to air me out for whatever reason, and let's just say it's a fat girl and she's not attractive, I would have to take responsibility for that. But if I didn't say anything prior to that situation, and I didn't tell her like, yo, look, listen, we can have sex or whatever. We can, you know what I'm saying? But let's just agree that we're going to keep this between us and doesn't doesn't need to be out the circle. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to tell your friends what we did. I'm not going to tell my friends what I did. And we keep it at that. Well, again, it's a lot of people in society that still act like children, have not grown out of that mindset and to understand and respect someone's policy. But then again, there's certain people out there that just don't care. As certain men just want to stick their dick into a hole and certain women just feel like they just want to get felt up when it comes to their vagina. And people don't have this conversation. And that's the reason why it's in a form of chaos. And my whole thing about it is if you are a man that's living a double life, and you're having sex with men as a man, or if you're having sex with trans or a trans woman, you have to accept the fact of the matter that anytime you screw up, they're going to air you out. Same thing that happened with Cassidy, which is surprising to me because with Cassidy, Cassidy is like, yo, these dudes be out here doing some low blow, fugazi, all this, that, and third to be famous, ah, ah, ah. And then allegedly a transsexual woman comes forward. And says that, well, he had sex with me and my friend. Or I aired him out because he was disrespecting my friend and calling her a faggot and this, that, and the third. And it's like, yo, Cassidy, like, <laughs> my man's like, what you doing, bro? Like, you slept with that woman. I, I mean, I understand if she was blowing up your phone, you're just like, can you stop blowing up my phone, please? You know what I'm saying? And then you a married man on top of it, bro. It's confounding because this is what we do in our culture and do is like uh, this generation, like we're so ass backwards, like standard relationships kind of seems like a novelty at this point. And it hurts for me because it's like I'm actually looking for a relationship. I don't want to cheat. 
Right now I'm in bachelor mode. So I could do whatever I want because I'm in bachelor mode. I don't want to be, but I'm in bachelor mode. So it's about responsibility, people. And it's about being mature on both sides. That you are agreeing with that other person. I'm not going to air you out. I'm not going to air you out. We both agree that we just want to have fun. And it's no problems. Yes, I will wear a condom because I don't want to have your child. If I'm not going to wear a condom, then I expect to be the father of the child. We're not going to do this whole thing in 2019 of saying baby father, baby mother. It's such a disgusting term. The mother of your child and the father of your child. If If you're living a double life and you feel very insecure, then you need to sit here and say that to the partner that you want to engage in sexual activities then with. You understand? You decided to put this up. So you have to take responsibility for knowing that you're doing this behind closed doors. And if it comes to the light, amen, you 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 did it. So there's nothing you can really say to it. So just accept the fact of the matter that you're, you got aired out, that your ass got aired out. So... Otherwise than that, I would only say with disclosure, it's about being responsible on both sides and being respectful of a person's wishes. Because again, when it comes to sex, it is a spiritual entity and spiritual spirit. It's it's a sexual spirit that comes behind that between two people. And it's you in your vulnerable state, just like it is for that other person in a vulnerable state. So with that being said, I'm going to end it on that note. The next episode, I'm going to be talking about dating. But otherwise than that, if I'm going to be doing anything else, I'll let you know on it. And we'll see till then. Otherwise than that, peace and hair grease and I'm finally podcasting.